today is a special day. Uh, we get to hear from one of our members sharing uh, some words from God from his life and his heart. Um, and that's my, my friend Jim Burke. I'm going to invite him up here in a second. I just want to give a, a little intro. So uh, where this came from, and he's going to reference, he's going to talk about the Valley of Rock Bottom. And Rock Bottom, the Valley of Rock Bottom, is actually not one you're going to find in Scripture. Don't go look for it. It's not listed there. But as we've gone through this series, and this is our final Sunday in this series of peaks and valleys that we've been going through this summer. Um, and it was a story from Scripture I found uh, that the valley that's listed there, if you want to go look for it, it's in the book of Jeremiah. They call it actually the Valley of Slaughter. And it's as bad as it sounds. Uh, the people of Israel strayed from God and strayed from God and strayed from God so much that they were following all the practices of the people around them and, and the idol worship and, and the, the, the cultic practices that were going on to the point that they even picked up the practice of slaughtering their own children. Come up now and I want to invite you as he comes on up to join me as we say a, a prayer for Jim and for all of us that our hearts would be open to what God has to say through him. Um, before I start, I first want to say good morning to everyone here and any of those people that are looking at, at it from their own computers. My name is uh, Jim Burke, who doesn't, who doesn't know me. I'm a PPC member, an elder, and definitely not a pastor. So you're not going to see me up here again. This is it. And I'm still trying to find out what was the worst thing, me offering or her approving, but I'm here now, and you're going to have to put up with me for uh, 20 minutes or so. There's one standard I really want to exceed today. There was once a young seminarian who uh, gave his first sermon. And he promptly walked up and fainted, and they had to drag his body off. He turned out to be a, a great preacher. And I guess you're wondering who that is. Uh, let me give you uh, his, uh, Jeff Conway. <laughs> Becca wanted me to be interviewed because I'm a pretty good example of rock bottom. But I don't want any credit for rising from the ashes like a phoenix because it's all about God that got me to where I am today. I thought long and hard about whether or not I should participate today because it's, it puts a lot of attention to myself and there's other people that are suffering. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was very wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but he was too short. He, could see over, he couldn't see over the crowd, so he, he went ahead and climbed a sycamore tree and trying to see Jesus. When Jesus spotted him, he looked up and said to Zacchaeus, Come down immediately. I must stay at your house. So he came down at once, and all the people saw this and began to mutter, He is gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Lord, here and now I will give half of my possessions to the poor, and I, if I've cheated anybody, I'll pay them back four times. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is the son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. 
We fall into a valley ourselves when we put something in place of God. The tax collector is mentioned in the Bible 81 times. And most of them pretty negatively, that they're the lowest person on the We're going to use Zacchaeus now for answering two questions. One is, how do we fall into the valley? And the other is, how do we get out? So let's do, how do we fall into the valley? Money is seductive. Zacchaeus wasn't always the chief tax collector. He started off a little small and he built up and he was feeling like he was at the peak just as I did. But our valleys are different. It's not always money or power that we put ahead of everything. We decide to skip enrolling in a class, a Bible, do a Bible reading in the morning, or we make a commitment to a kid and we had to work because that was more important. I think this is a good place for the frog metaphor. You've probably heard it before. If you have a pot of boiling water and you throw a frog in, it's going to jump out. If you take cold water, put the frog in, put it on a burner, and turn up the heat, the frog, by the time he realizes that he has no energy because of it getting hotter and hotter, he can't jump out. It has to do with us forgetting God and not making him the nucleus of our life. Some people even concentrate on community service. Sometimes even people put their God as, as being a service person at church that gets them away from God. I'm a uh, recovering alcoholic. A, the Alcoholics Anonymous program uses often. I may not know so much about God, but the one thing I know is I'm not him. We fall into the valley when we allow something or someone to be our God instead of the real God. But there's good news. God is never far from us. I volunteered city team in Chester, Pennsylvania. I love working there. City team is a Christian organization, among other things, they want a drug and rehab residential program for men. What happens every morning for these men is they come in and they sit around a conference table. And the first question is, what am I grateful for? Many of them say the following. I'm grateful that the Lord got me up this morning. If you're ever in a situation where you're not feeling good about yourself or others, writing that gratitude list might be a good thing for all of us. We know through the Bible's truths that especially in hard times, God is there. But what I just recently learned is he's not only looking down on our misery, he's in it with us. My ambition was so loud that I couldn't hear him calling me. And I'm absolutely convinced that he did, but I just didn't hear it. Here's Jeremiah 7 that I think is appropriate here. And I spoke to you, rising up early and speaking, but you did, you did no hear and, let me say it again. And I spoke to you, rising up early and speaking, but you didn't hear, and I called you, but you did not answer. 
I believe that God's calling us a lot. I think there's, I, I sometimes look back 10 years ago and I see a miracle that happened to me that I thought was terrible, but it really brought me to the right place. We sometimes consciously go to God, but a lot of times God's coming to us in our misery and our deep disappointment. I like the story of Zacchaeus because it reminds me of my journey. I was looking to get up in the corporate world, and I did everything I could to do that. And I was driven by money just like uh, our friend Zacchaeus. I like to think that Zacchaeus knew of his immorality. But somehow, at that moment, when he knew Jesus was coming, he ran. Now, this Zacchaeus was a short guy. He was hated by just about everybody. So for him to get up and go off that tree was kind of a significant thing, because you know that he would have been criticized. But I want you to notice that Zacchaeus didn't call God. Jesus called him. Of course, I was too busy. I was a Catholic all my life. I parish council, uh, Sunday school, coached my kids in sports whenever I wasn't working. But inside, I was spiritually bankrupt. Head out of the valley. Sometimes we feel depressed and angry. Those head voices start going in my head where I'm Maybe I had a conflict with someone during the day and I actually had this great dialogue except that I'm the only one there. I try AA a number of different times and each time I get a week sober and then I go back to drinking. I had a terrible night the night before, one that I was ashamed of and I felt so much remorse and really self-loathing. But I went into the meeting in Rocky Hill, New Jersey on November 11, 2006 at 7 a.m. I walked in, wasn't very getting anything out of it, and I felt so bad. The meeting started, and I placed my forehead on the conference table where there's a bunch of people around. And I said what I thought was to myself, I surrender. God help me. At that very moment, a warmth came over my body. And moments later, I realized I had no obsession for alcohol. And that has lasted right to this day. What I had always done throughout my career was gathered documents that might be embarrassing to my company so that I might use it if I should get fired, to make more money on the way out. My moral compass was way off. But then, AA taught me integrity. So I took that dossier and I threw it in the garbage. I asked uh, my boss, or told my boss that I know you'll be fair. So he alone was making this decision, but I know God was with him. The settlement was for far more money than I ever thought possible. 
I'm not sure you think it's a lot of money, but I did. But what came over me at that point was, it's not mine. My time and my money are not mine. They're God's. And I need to distribute it the way that he would want me to. Now, before you think I'm Mr. Generosity, I could do a lot more with my time and money, trust me. But that day made me look at time and money in a very different way. I met my wife Susie uh, <clears throat> two years before that She started us on a discipline of reading scripture and uh, doing devotions in the morning. That's continued to this day. In fact, we just did one this morning. So how do we gather the valley? We pray. We find another Christian that will give us honest feedback. Who we've heard. The more we pray and serve others and make sure that God is the nucleus of our life, our opportunity for the Lord to contact us goes up. I can't emphasize more of the God moments that I had since 2006. Marrying Susie and being sober. When folks in our family revealed their own active alcoholism. It was hard. <clears throat> in AA, we try to advise people of change. We tell them, if you carry your wallet in your right pocket, put it in your left. Because they need to understand that change is going to be uncomfortable. So change can be tough. But if we make God the center of our lives, the nucleus of our lives, we will change. Many challenges have been placed in front of Susie and me. And what I notice is, is that even in suffering, there's a there's a thread of joy in there. Just because of uh, Jesus. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, now read uh, um, it's Psalms 121. I lift my eyes to the mountain. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your life. You're coming and going, both now and forevermore. I offer it to anyone today. Whoever has an issue with anything, any habit, alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography. And I also want to share other resources. My phone number and uh, email are in that little card you have. I think I have one here. Yep. And there's also Al-Anon for those that have alcoholics in their family. And there's also AA. Another resource that's important is, and, and I don't think people take advantage of it enough, because we don't like to ask for help. Especially men don't ask for help is our staff here. 
They're experts in ministering to people that have any issues, faith or anything else. There are also opportunities to learn here, to go to adult Sunday school or kid Sunday school. For your spiritual life, we feel honored to help you. That's what makes me kind of, and I was like this, I'm like this too, because you don't want to ask for help. But when people ask me for help, I'm honored. So don't worry about impinging on someone's uh, not liking your contacting them. And I'm going, to, I'm going to end with this. You don't need to climb a tree. You don't even necessarily need to go into Navy AA meeting. We only need to take away distractions and listen to the God that loves us more than we love ourselves.